don't trip. I'm going to get TMI on you here. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm not tripping <laughs> all whatsoever. All right. All right. Yeah, a couple mm. minutes late. Uh, ah. Had to tend to the business. Is that is that Tennessee baseball? It is a Tennessee baseball jersey, man. I'm uh, repping my Vols, although they got kicked out of the SEC championship. I mean, SEC tournament. Ah. So, you know me. I'm a loyalist. I'm going to rep them no matter what, DK. So, uh, no more conference tournament for us. So, we'll, we'll get ready for NCAAs. How you feel about that? You got to stick with them through thick and thin, Moan. You know? You do. Just and like they, They're going to be in NCAAs. Yeah, no doubt. That's all that matters. The College World Series is the only thing that matters. You know what matters to everybody else today? It's whether or not if I hit this bell. How hard? Let me see. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's roll. Wow. <laughs> that was with authority, Moan. It was, man. Well, I got called out the other day for it being weak. I think I smashed it too hard and it made a thud sound, DK. We don't do those types of things, man. You feel me? Oh, my goodness. Hey, listen, everybody, if you are new around here or even if you've just been kind of hanging around quietly in the background or browsing at the uncle table or so forth, you can become a member of the Ramon Foster show by visiting this simple web address that I've made for you. It used to be this long. It used to run off the edge of the screen. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And now it's just dkps.net slash join because you can't yeah. copy and paste off of here, but you can remember that dkps.net slash join to become a member. You get all kinds of fun emojis. You get deals and discounts and you, I'm not going to lie here. You get preference. You, when it you, comes to- <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to say it on top, but that is very true, DK. That, I see somebody pointed out, yes, I did get a haircut. Wednesdays is my haircut. They actually took some off the top today. I evened it out. Jared comes in as a new member. Welcome, Jared. Bert comes in as a new member. We welcome Bert, and we also welcome Less of Moan. Yes, you do. I, I want to bring up something, man. It's very fascinating, man. Uh, is this, DK, this time of the year is such a trash talker's dream. What do you mean? It, it, uh, man, so you know, of course, I have my day job here while I talk sports, and I run into a bunch of people around Nashville. Nashville is just a melting pot of so many different cities. People visit here. You visit here. It's a good time here. Anytime. And I run into people that recognize me more often now. Mm-hmm. The offseason, they always want to talk sports. Everybody that I've talked to feels so good about their teams right now, DK. It's funny how that works, huh? They feel so good about their teams. I ran into a Baltimore fan the other day. Yes, today, actually. And I was asking questions like, how you guys feeling? Man, we got our squad. We got receivers. Lamar is this. I ran, I was talking trash to some Cowboys fans recently. They was, hey, we'll beat you guys. We'll do this. I'm like, man, I love this time of the year because this is where I hope. This is where optimism. This is where the Browns win their 18th offseason championship. You know what I'm saying, DK? Like, we're at that portion of the year where you just feel good. You know, I'm thinking a lot, Moan, here about when you say this, there's two things that happen in football. The season ends, yes, okay, which is the end of the world. And then after the season ends, you start seeing 
bad things happen to your team. There's subtractions. There's Cuts. concern. You, there's a coach that you wanted to have fired who didn't get fired. Not that that <laughs> happened here. Not that it happened here. And, and, <laughs> and then what ends up happening is free agency opens, and you yeah. get like one or two players, and then there's hope. Yeah. Because those things that you thought were hopeless holes are now, you know, they're, they're kind of okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. comes the draft. And the draft is the best of all because we can convince ourselves that every sixth rounder is Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. Yep. We can convince ourselves that every undrafted free agent is Ramon Foster. Yep. We can do that. It's not true. No. But hope is what sells. It's what sells among fandom. It's all about hope. It is, and the NFL does such a great job at that, DK, that oh, it should be yeah. shameful. Your team does. Oh, man, the season's over. We lose this guy. There's a little controversy here. You know what? Here's Ireland for you for a new, for a new market, okay? Here's your, your, your schedule release, man. But it, it's just that, though, and I think it's the reality of us getting past uh, of us getting past the draft and uh, the mystique of these young players and all those types of things because this is why I'm always hesitant to kind of predict wins and losses. I saw somebody yesterday kind of bring it up. Can you guys, you know, think how many wins we're going to get? And we did the first 10. I can see us going because uh, it's a buy in between it, six and three. Heck, if we break even at five and four or not break even, but it's that time of the year to where everybody's mostly healthy or getting back into the fold. Chandler Chase is calling you out. I'm sorry. We have to interrupt right. this program. Chandler Chase is calling That's you fair. out. That's fair. Chandler goes, hey, Moan, I got to do a low because I let you down. Guess what day it is? Hump day! It's a tradition like none other, DK. Everybody wants to talk about Marcus Golden, who's been signed uh, presum presumptively to be the Steelers' yeah. uh, number three edge rusher. We'll see how that goes. He's not going to be unchallenged. No. We'll tell you this. At OTAs, I have heard yeah. that's the operative term here because there's not that much to see when it comes to these types of positions right now. You see it with wide receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see it with passes. You're not going to see line play. Okay. No. You front. You shouldn't. Seven play, right? You better not. You better not. You get fined for that. But I have heard good things, like really good things about Nick Herbig. Uh, the Steelers are not dismissing the possibility that he could be that guy. Okay. So let's, let's keep, let's keep this all in perspective here. Just because you get Marcus golden, doesn't mean he's the guy just because you get Herbig doesn't mean he's the guy. This to me sounds like moan, a classic case of you guys figure it out. Yeah, no doubt about it, DK, but that's also where I was going also with this Marcus golden signing. That's another guy that your name familiar with. That's what that is. A guy that honestly, I got to be real with him had three, uh, uh, he had three double-digit sack years. Two years ago, he had a double-digit sack year again. He's been up and down as far as his career stats go. Like, he's held the line very well. But then he'll sprinkle in one of those, hey, 12-and-a-half sacks uh, seasons, a 10-sack season, 11-sack season. And you kind of think to yourself, you kind of think to yourself a little bit like, hey, um, maybe we can get those things out of him. But I told you yesterday, DK, Nick Herbert, to me, I think is going to be counted on a little bit more than we give him credit for, but that's sight unseen, DK. Yeah, I, I think you're you're going to look at this, and if you just saw some of the comments that have been streaming through here, there's a, there's a general view that Golden still got it as long as you don't put him out there for 70 snaps and ask him to drop. 
what well, that's exactly what was going on, I feel like, in Arizona for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. they were a bad team. Let's just call it what it was. You you had a Hall of Famer on it, J.J. Watt, but, like, let's be honest about that, though. Like, that was a bad team, and guys were stat chasing and honestly just trying to survive. Either the offense was out there not long enough or the defense couldn't stop people when it came down to those types of teams. So much so that their old head coach ended up taking a sabbatical somewhere, D.K. in Thailand somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the signing, in general, I like it. You get more veteran presence. You get a guy that's been around the league for a little while, uh, has some real good cups of coffee at the places that he's been. And this is what I'm hoping to be, the same thing we get out of Pat Peterson, if I can just say that, and he landed Roberts too. Get to some guys that understand the culture, that have a knack for playing physical, that you also, and Pittsburgh has always been good at this, DK, almost so much so that it's shameful. Can I say it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pittsburgh has always found a way always. to get more for cheap. Yep, and that, that's what – look, if you end up doing this, you know, Randy here points out, you know, that Marcus Gold is tape. Well, yeah, I mean – It's a highlight. Really, this is a guy who's a really good player, too. I mean, this is a guy – but he's also 32, okay? So you, you've got to find a way to manage it. Heck, just yesterday on this program, Ramon and I were talking about why edge rushers get spelled and why offensive linemen, according to Ramon, can never be rotated. We went to school yesterday. <laughs> I, I learned my lesson. I'm glad right? you learned a little bit. <laughs> but but in, in the case of uh, edge rushers, they need to be spelled. So what you're going to be asking of Marcus Golden, or for that matter, Nick Herbig, is say, yes. listen, you're going to have you're going to have 20, 25 snaps when you go out there. We need you to leave every single fiber of your being on the field with every snap. Okay, yeah. that, that's it. Okay, and 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 if you have that mindset, isn't it different, Moan? Yeah, it is. And this is the thing too. I honestly do think that was going to be a Bud the pre-roll. I don't think Bud was going to come in and and be expected to take Alex Highsmith's spot. No, no, okay, right. And and I think that's the same thing for anybody behind TJ and also Alex is, look, we need you guys to not have a drop off. We don't need the team cranking up the lawn more when you when TJ or Alex go out of the game. They need to know they still need the bushwhacker to knock down this defense. And last year we didn't get that TJ out. What happens? DK. Teams decide they oh. want to, yeah. <laughs> Everything falls apart. Everything That's what goes apart. I think what we're looking at this year, man, is a team that really did a self-check. You know how sometimes like the truth hurts, right, DK? Mm-hmm. But the truth is necessary to operate more efficiently. I like that word right there, efficient from my guy Ben Cohen. Okay. This team needs to operate more efficiently. It's one thing to not have the known superstars or guys that can be budding superstars, right? Mm-hmm. Right, DK? That's but right. if you don't have either one of those people, that James Harrison, that Von Miller, uh, that Ben Roethlisberger type on staff like that. Like, I know Cam is an all-pro, but, like, when you mention Von, it makes you quiver a little bit, right? When you oh, used to oh. mention <laughs> James Sometimes Harrison. Sometimes it's just the name. It makes you quiver a little bit. So it's if you don't different. have all of those dudes, right? And Cam does make defense. I mean, offensive linemen quiver, right? No I'm going to give him that. I'm mm-hmm. going to give him that. But you need more of those dudes. And if you don't have a whole lot of those dudes, TJ's another one of those dudes, and Minka too, when we need a real good supporting cast. Marble G now comes at me. He says, hey, DK, when are we going to get this picture of you next to the six foot three Corey Trice? I'm not sure I believe you're actually 6'2". You know what's hey, funny? The high come, shame of you. People come into our, 
our, our downtown store here. And the first thing they'll say is, oh, you're taller than I thought. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what, what concept did you have? I'm sitting here in, I'm either in a YouTube box or I'm on a podcast. In which case, yeah. how do I not sound tall? Yeah. I don't get that. Moan, you got to come to bat for me. Uh, DK, even Antoine, one of our favorites, even said, you 6'2", really? Really? Yeah, like what? What does that mean? I'm hating on you, DK. You're a sports Shout writer, out to Moses man. I see you out here becoming a member on the Cool Tuesday. On the Cool, my bad, Hump Day. <laughs> I gotta do it now. Uh, when when we come back, we're gonna be dealing with the we're gonna we're gonna be dealing with the reality that a I actually am six two, a little bit over that, to be honest with you. If I was at the scouting combine, they'd give me one of those really infinitesimal fractions. Yeah, six two and five eighths. I don't think it's five eighths, but it, it's there's there's a fraction in there of some Three, kind. Four. I was yeah. five eighths. There's five eighths out there. I was six five and five eighths. You're still not going to bat for me. I stand next to you. Maybe I just want a little violence, doing? DK. What are you Maybe doing here? Hey, y'all, I'm here to tell you, he might not be 6'3". <laughs> okay? Might not be. All right. I see where this is going. I'm it's here going, for the crowd. It's going in the direction of the only segment that matters, because this one most assuredly did not matter. It's all a hey moan, baby. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. I got, I got. Uh, what was the the name of uh, George Costanza's dad in his Seinfeld? The one said, "I got a lot of problems with you people." Man, I never really Jerry watched Stiller. Jerry, Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. That's who was it? Did it? Yeah, I think that was his name. Yeah, the yeah. actor's name just passed recently. I got a lot of problems with you people. That's me today. First of all, Uncle Matt comes in and says, "Where exactly is the story? You haven't been you here yet, you. my man." Yeah, you you, man. This is, this is this is our shop here. Right, we're right downtown on Fifth Avenue, two twenty four, two twenty four Fifth Avenue. Come down and see us. Uh, Fasted fifty eight says, "I look five eight on camera." Again, <laughs> what, what does that even mean? Like, hey. am I like this? <laughs> yeah, you need a stepping stool to take pictures with me, DK. Yeah, That's right. What that is. Somebody called me out right here. I Pittsburgh fan four one two. My, my own plan to the crowd. Hey, listen to me. One thing I'm never gonna do is stop a good time. Okay, if we can egg on DK and say he's a small man, we're gonna do that. Okay, we're gonna do that. Irving says the Lakers could use you. Is that an NBA team? Is that what that is? The Lakers? You're talking NBA uh, to somebody in Pittsburgh? Come a on. A swept one. A swept one at that If you for you Lakers fans. I know you are in here, man. How are y'all feeling about that? I hate to see that go down like that. You know, Joker I'm, is the truth. Well, that's the one area on which we can agree because Ooh. the best basketball player in the world is a Serb. It's from where, DK? Uh, he's from Serbia. And he by the is- way, when I was there last summer to see family, I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, but I went yeah. back. Uh, I am actually this short. <laughs> no, he's not. Look at this camera. By the way, uh, there's an entire to... building in the yeah. capital city, Belgrade. It's yeah. where the, the entire side of the building is just covered with a big poster of Nikola Jokic. Yeah, because 
he he does belong to Serbia. Like he's on loan to Denver. Yeah, yeah. And everything else, but uh, yeah, that's an amazing sight. But no, <laughs> if you're asking me about what happened in the playoffs last night, I'm going to talk about Dallas and Vegas. Yeah, somebody did ask that question. Will there ever be an NBA team in Pittsburgh? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I highly yeah. doubt it. Katie says, uh, DK, my boyfriend, and I met you this hockey season. We felt the same. The man is tall. You know? You're tricking people out here, DK. You're tricking people out here, man. And I'm guessing the only way, what does it say? To know the, it's, it's to uh, stop into his store. Fair. Fair. Yeah. yeah, come on down. We're here. We're happy. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at what we got here from the Haymon stuff. Marcus Golden, uh, Hodge, who, by the way, has been distributing gifts today yes. like, like a madman. And thanks for that, uh, certainly on behalf of the people who've gotten those gifts from you. Uh, he wants to know, Marcus Golden, is he an upgrade over last year's edge backups? Is last he an year's upgrade? edge backups. Uh, that's a fair question to ask, uh, simply because who, who do you remember from last year? And we really can't call out anybody until we see exactly what it was going to be. Uh, who was it? Malik Reed last year was an outside rusher for this team. Uh, who, who else was on that list, DK? A couple of special team guys? No, it was it was just bad. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and be blunt about it. Yeah. Hang on a second. I'm going to climb up on this ladder to do the rest of the show, okay? <laughs> what's going to happen? Yeah. People are going to come yeah. on live. And they're going to go, what the heck? These people not know how to do their cameras? Not realizing that you're playing a, 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 a gag on them, DK. What do you have this almost, Russian group Almost now? everyone is better than Malik Reed. Okay, Malik yeah. Reed was a, a complete non-factor for the Steelers. I have no right. idea how he got the sacks that he did in Denver. Maybe sometimes you just run into them, or maybe just in Pittsburgh he, he was nowhere near yeah. uh, as effective as he was out there. But, man, this is – this is definitely a change. And I would yeah. also say this too. Uh, when you when you look at how this team has really been set up, like guys, I feel like are more flexible with this group too. Like Landon Roberts is a real good rusher too. I just want to throw that out there. He's a very yeah, solid rusher yeah, himself. Boy, that's a good point. He, you know, one of the things that we forget in Pittsburgh, and not without cause, is that your inside linebackers are allowed to get to the quarterback. Okay, nobody's yeah. done that here since Vinny. Okay. Yeah, no, Vinny. Vinny was a constant threat to get back there. Uh, between Miles Jack, Devin Bush, and whoever the heck else, nobody, nobody was doing it. Yeah, no, nobody. And what's wild about it, and I, I'll even back him up on this, and you up on this too. Before the ACL with Devin Bush, Russian was really good with him. It it really was DK like. His elusiveness was there. I'm not sure if he's going to get it back. He should because the ACL is not what it used to be in a sense, okay? I just need to throw that out there if you train it and rehab it correctly. Uh, but I will say this. He did have that ability to rush the quarterback good. Vinny was violent when it, though. It was totally different. Yeah, Dmitry Marjanovic, whose name I just pronounced correctly. Yeah, he did points out also correctly that DK is Serbian and over here 62 is a little under average. He's right. Is it it really? is a it's a very tall part of the world. Uh, there's a there's a well now it's a country that, that was part of the former Yugoslavia Montenegro that's just to the south and west of Serbia where everyone is like a tree. Like oh. it, they're just the tallest people in Europe. 
Uh, the Serbs are very tall. I am when I walk around Belgrade, I am just a guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here I'm here I'm tall. Yeah, Jay yeah, wants to know if I played sports. Played a thousand deck hockey games, my man. What's deck hockey? What do you mean? What is deck hockey? Really, you don't know? I, I, no, I don't it's, know. What uh, deck it's it's uh, it, it's it's uh, it's street hockey, but in a, but in an actual rink with a with a real live surface. You use shoes. You use a, you use a no bounce ball. Oh. Yeah, I spent. Oh my god, I, I feel like I spent half of my childhood at a deck hockey rink. Never even heard of a no bounce ball, DK. You're exposing me to so many different things. What the heck? We got all kinds of stuff going on today. Well, let's see what uh, Irv has. He says, "Hey, Moan, do you wish that Lev Bell had stayed, and did you feel a type of way when he left?" Oh, Moan felt a yeah, type I of did. way. Yeah, I did. And we've hashed that out before on here too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my thing. With is like I knew we had a good thing. But, of course, business get into the way of the actual game sometimes. I wasn't at the, the the greatest whenever that all went down because the conversation was one way to us, and it ended up turning public uh, when things didn't – when he didn't show up. Like, it wasn't – he was supposed to show up. Now, it's a, it's a conversation that has to be had. We've seen each other a couple times since that, and then we didn't ask those type of questions. Just know this. We're both good. He's good. We communicate with each other on social media and everything like that, too. But just looking at how it should have been, could have been, and Pittsburgh with him, gosh, that would have been a great, great – say he had at least three more years left in him in Pittsburgh. Behind you, he did. Behind us, he did. When he went somewhere else, he didn't because they had no idea what the heck he was doing. And you guys, it took you a while, and then you figured it out. It took us a few months, a year. We had a smart enough offensive line coach also that taught us how to block for him. Uh, And however it went for him, yes, he got the bag. But you look at everything that happened from that, he could have been a, a bigger legend. It's just what I'll say. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Could have kept running up the totals, not just on the ground, but also don't forget Lev was Lev was a good he was good for 75, 80 yards in the air every game. And the game that that the NFL is doing now that Kansas City is doing, we were same pace as that. Just like that. Same pace as that. And he was a huge part of that because he can line up in that slot. And then come to the backfield and get us seven yards. And, and no one knew what was coming. Sergio Perez says, hey, Moan, I understand that competition makes you better. But does having so many heavyweights competing for jobs, can, competing hard, does that mean more injuries or maybe go into the season somewhat banged up? Uh, no, because you got a smart coach and smart coaches on that staff, too. It's going to be moments in which you go that hard, but it'll be within a close proximity, too. Like, that's one thing about it. It won't be one of those, hey, everybody's lining somebody up to knock them off. Like, you're going to get one or two reps, and then those one or two reps, they need to be very quality. I think they may actually work a little bit smarter this year, knowing that it is these heavyweight battles. Hey, we're not going to waste your time, you going up against him. We need three reps from y'all right now, good on good, and we'll settle it in film study. That's the way it goes in these type of situations. It can look like, yeah, big, strong guys got to be overly physical. No. And this is the other portion is too, DK. Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit with Dodson and Moore. Like some guys will rise and some guys will just crumble. So whenever it comes down to you sifting that out, that's just a part of you having this much talent inside of the building in general. 
Ryan Smith asks a good question. It's a good one to share because we get it from other people as well. He he says, if I joined VK Pittsburgh Sports, does my do my login credentials work for this show? Steelers fan from San Antonio, Texas. First thanks, off, Brian. thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, secondly, no, uh, they're totally different systems. We couldn't link them if we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, YouTube is YouTube, and that's why we made the conscious decision to to move the Ramon Foster show 100% to YouTube because that was what our viewers told us loud and clear. Yeah, they did. They were using and, it. I mean, it wasn't close. And, Ron, and then my day job here in, in Nashville, we go through the same thing. The companies like to separate everything. It's just like YouTube and Prime trying to stream games together. It's like, no, we want you over here exclusively. That's what we're up against right now. Boy, I really like this question here from Ryan Lytle, Moan. He says, he says, hey, Moan, do you, would you extend Alex Highsmith before the season starts? A second-round guy? Nah, he's going to have to show me. Uh, I would think so because if he's good. Entering a walk year. Entering a walk year because they got the tag. If he's that good going into it, they can always place the tag on him. Um him getting paid going into the season. Give me see, the tag. Here, see, here's the thing. His situation so unique. Go ahead, DK. It, it, it is. It, it, here, here's, here's my thing. Art Rooney himself has come out and said that they hope to sign Alex Highsmith. When that happens, that player gets signed. I mean, almost without exception. Okay? Yeah. So put that off into the corner here. Omar Khan has said it publicly. Okay? What you have is a situation where it's going to happen. So anything that we're debating here is, is separate from that. My feeling is I want to see Highsmith prove himself independent of TJ. Please show us that you can do something when TJ's out. That's why. Um, and I think he's deserving of a contract. I can say that too with also saying, show me one more time. DK, to your point, just to play devil's advocate on this. Go okay? ahead. Go ahead. Um, maybe that's why it works, too. It's because TJ's out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, a guy works well with another guy, and both guys need to be together. You know what I'm saying? But I'm with you. It shouldn't fall off when TJ's not out there. Yeah, that it, is a problem. See, Carl says, I'd extend him now, but it'd probably a little cheaper. It'd probably be a little cheaper. Yeah, it, it probably would. But here's the thing, you know, he's is he's such a sticky situation. It, it is because we don't know what money we're talking about. We can say, well, you sign him to some long-term deal here, but what kind of money are you talking about here? He is not, he is not a star player in this league. And if that gets me all kinds of, you know, down, whatever, he's just not. You can look at the sack total, and it is exactly what it is. But as an overall football player, he's not someone who should be up in that kind of stratosphere. So so he's edge is what you call him, DK? I think he's a very good player. I am not saying he stinks okay. or anything else. This is a very good football player. I'd like to see him get paid as a very good football player. I've got it pulled up right now. Edge got Leonard, Leonard Williams. Jeez, uh, $32 million is his cap hit. And for TJ, it's 29. I'm going to go to some, Bosa. It's seventeen million dollar, but Bosa's Agba. worth. Bosa's an impact play. Bosa's Bosa doesn't have to wait for somebody else to be healthy to be effective. Yes, one one hundred percent, DK. I'm just looking at what the average averages are of a guy like this. Is what we're looking. So, so TJ's at the top at twenty eight million a year. So where do you put him? 
Harold Landry, who plays for the Titans, is about $17.5 million a year. Okay, is he above Eric Armstead at 17? What are you willing to pay him? Or Trey Hendrickson at 15? Carl Lawson with the Jets is at $15 million a year. Where is he in this conversation is what are you willing to pay him? Because it's going to be double-digit million dollars. It's a matter of, yes, what are you getting from him if you give him that? Is he this good moving forward still? Here's a point that James makes. He says, but Bud developed late That's too. very true. But Bud was different, extraordinarily different. They have nothing in common other than the position they played. Bud needed to be tamed down, okay? <laughs> Bud did. would overshoot the quarterback by a mile because he was this, ah, this yeah. creature yeah. that was going in through your backfield, destroying you. Yeah. Alex is not that. Alex actually needs more of that. He needs to be a bigger disruptor. He needs to be more of a factor on the plays in which he does not record a sack. Bud was the exact opposite. He was. And Bud had a whole lot of value, and teams knew what to expect from that too. So where do we put him? He's probably from what? Yeah, right there. 12 to 14, maybe $15 million a year. I I could see doing that, okay? Okay. He that that's okay. Now I can get I can get on the same page with a long term contract. It's just, I hear that and I see the Steelers' verbiage as it relates to this, and it makes me think of the contracts that were signed by Cam and Troy. And like, no, yeah, no, he's not yeah, that man. guy here. Four one two says fifteen million. That might be where I top out. And, and and here we go right here. Of course, we got Ash that also says this. He has TJ played five games last year. He had 14 and a half sacks. You're 100 percent correct. Uh, so it's it's been shown. But a lot of them were in those games. That number is all that matters. By the way, I'll be one of the first one to tell you sacks very much overrated, too. Not because offensive linemen give them up, but if it's two minutes left and it's garbage time, you get two sacks in that time. Are, are you as a business owner going to say, hey, we're not going to count those two? Or is it what, – what's the weight of those? I, I, am, I am a big believer in this, and I think that there are players who have found their way into the Hall of Fame based on sack numbers who shouldn't have. But I'm they not, matter. I am not going to mention a name here because it recently passed and it'll sound disrespectful and whatever else here. Uh, Dave reminds that it's time for the – the three oh, chefs. Man, you yeah. must be starving right now, DK. <laughs> Dave is all over this. Uh, as a matter of fact, Moan, at the Get Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine tune every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call craveability. Order your favorite entry today at the Get Go Cafe and Market. Better believe, believe it. it. Yeah, uh, uh, that, I got one right here, DK. So I'll be, I, I was, yeah, I saw that one too, and mm-hmm. I got one right after you, Lester Holmes, who's at the uncle table, says what, DK? He says, uh, let's be fair, it wasn't like Highsmith was getting any help from Malik Reed last year. That is a very fair, fair thing to bring up. Of course, teams focused on Highsmith once Watt was out. That's a great point. Great point. Great point. Yeah, and I'm not saying don't pay him. I'm just saying, where do you pay him? If they don't choose to, they do have that option, right? Uh, and I think Allen in Maryland has this. Don't you? Aren't you glad we have history like this, DK? We can just reference tandems like that. Alex is to TJ as Ryan Clark was to Troy. I, I would say that's about right. And, and but again, so was Bud, but just in a very, very different context. You yeah. know, they they definitely feed off each other. 
And if the Steelers can have a couple of those, yeah, they can have a couple of those. Meaning, meaning with 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 Golden now in the fold, have somebody else who can be a disruptor, who can get to that backfield, who can put that scare that you're talking about. What 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 this team is looking for, and I saw, uh, I think Coach Tomlin, I think you posted like this is a ready now team. They're trying to be foolproof in a lot of different ways, man. And you got to kind of commend them because uh, <laughs> it's funny. I listened to somebody else's team today talk sport. And guess what word they use, DK? Guess what mm. phrase they use? It's like, yeah, we got a standard around here. You're like, there's a, there's a standard that we use. And I was just like, wait a minute. Nice. So the standard is the standard in Pittsburgh, but that's exactly what it is. I know Coach Tomlin feels and understands, like, the standard must be met at all times. John asks why no one's talking about Keanu Benton at OTAs. I, I, I can't say this enough here. He's Well, he's a rookie, and – He's involved in line play, and you're just not going to see anything resembling line play. Uh, you're not going to have, for example, remember that you know we're not permitted to discuss whatever practice stuff. Whatever. Okay. But even in the event that you go up to Keanu Benton afterward in the locker room, okay, if you're me and you go up to him and you say, hey, hey, Keanu, did you throw that, you know, did you really blow Mason Cole off the football there? It didn't happen. They're out there in shorts. Yeah. Okay. There, there's nothing happening that's that's worth noting at that. Now, again, like I said on yesterday's show, if it's George Pickens making some spectacular catch, you go ask people about it and you've got it. No doubt about it. And this is the other thing too, DK, and I'm just going to say this for you. Uh, the difference between what DK does and what we're doing is this. Again, and we've said it before, we're going to talk to you about what it actually is and what happened and what we think will happen because we've seen these things, right? Mm-hmm. DK's job's different than a guy who's an uncred, how do you say, a non-credential writer. Blogs can say whatever they want to because they're not held to the standard of the team. DK's job is he's got to be able to report with integrity and teams tell you not to report in certain stuff. So DK doesn't report certain stuff and no other credited reporter does either unless you're given that yeah, and, and, and exactly. And, and to, to amend that a little bit here, so it doesn't sound like the team can tell us what to right. write. That's You're not pro team you on that. this. This is how this works. This is a Pittsburgh Steelers deal. The Rooney family, the Rooney family has always believed in access for reporters. Most NFL teams, this is a lot of Steelers fans don't know this. Most NFL teams don't let you watch practice at all if you're no. a reporter. Okay. You just don't get to see it. You know what they'll let you watch? I'm not making this up. Like in Baltimore, the stretching. Yeah. They'll let you watch a stretch. And the playing around. And the horsing around is beforehand. Yeah. As soon as as soon as anyone starts lining up in any kind of formations, they chase everybody out. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rooney, and by that I'm referring to both the late Mr. Rooney and to the current Mr. Rooney, Art Rooney, don't believe in that. And they came to the Pittsburgh writers and they said can we do this in a way that we have you there? Okay. But we, we make an agreement that you're not to report on formations. You're not to report on plays. You're not to report on depth charts. Okay. Well, what's left? Not a lot, but if we see it, we can go ask about it and therefore do our job as journalists one way or another. If it's something significant, it's going to make its way out to the public. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. I got one pulled up right here, man, from an unk at the table, man. I thought it was a very fair question. Uh, you can confirm this, too. Hey, it's from my guy Irving. Says, hey, Mo, 
Dan Moore said he got reps at right tackle. Do you think he has a chance to beat out Chooks? And I also saw somebody say this Chooks get a whole lot of unwarranted hate or something like that, too. Uh, very fair question. From my understanding, Dan Moore was actually put at right tackle for a little while. Mm-hmm. Just can't play it. Just can't play it. The guy has only played left tackle his entire life, and there is a such thing as my body don't work that way. Like, I've always been from the time I went to college, I played right and left side. So the understanding of being able to transition over to one to the other has to be something that you're you're, you're willing to do. If you only played that from the time he – you got to remember, he's from Texas. They make guys who they are early. Hey, Dan Moore, sir, you are a left tackle. You're only playing left tackle. That's all he did in high school and college. Yeah, you know, Dan has Dan has he has an awareness that he's going to be asked to do both. He's going to be asked to back up at both. He's also aware because he's a really really smart young man that the more he does that sort of thing, the greater his value, including as a potential backup, whether it's in Pittsburgh or somewhere else. So yes, uh, Kevin Dotson has said the same thing. He understands if he's at left guard, he's got to be able to come in at right guard. Otherwise, guess what happens when the left when the right guard goes down? It's it's somebody, somebody else. else. <laughs> okay. Somebody else. Yeah, there's, that's it's not going to be that. Uh, Chandler Chase says, "Hey DK, what made you settle in Pittsburgh? I, this is fair. where I, this is where I came out of the womb, man." Oh, okay. I'm born and raised. You know what, DK? I really did not know that. I never even thought to ask you that either. My my parents, uh, my father was uh, was an ambassador to the former Yugoslavia. He was working in downtown Pittsburgh, and I was born literally in downtown Pittsburgh. So nice, man. Yeah, but I get. I mean, the question, especially when you see my name, is isn't exactly second generation looking. Oh, no doubt. I've got to put this up there, too, because this somebody's Mm -hmm. actually done it from Albie Quirky. He says, I hated going to left tackle to the right side. Didn't work. Didn't work going to guard either. Why is that, though, Mo? Isn't it like batting left-handed, is it? It is. It is, okay. it is like batting left-handed. Uh, and Meaning if you're right-handed, yeah. And, and this is the thing, too. You, you got to be willing and also not <laughs> – you got to be willing to deal with the frustration, too, because your muscles are, are stronger on one side because you use them differently on that side. Like, I'm way comfortable on the left side. But I can easily play right because that's my dominant side. Like, it, it really does matter, man, playing sides like that. That's why I think you see some cornerbacks don't flop sides and stuff like that. It's because they're probably more comfortable being a right-sided cornerback, and coaches realize that and build around that type of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Rodney Hill, for becoming a member. I think we got five of those in today. Matt Hyde says, hey, Moan, do you think the Steelers will make another splash signing? The way Omar is making it seem, whoever's hot is who he's going to go get. At this point, my Matt, it wouldn't shock me if they did go get somebody. Oh, we're expecting like a big name, big contract. I doubt it. But if there's a body or name on it, like Marcus Golden, you're probably going to get a guy and see how much trade is left on the tire. That's where the, that's that's the only signings right now. Good, good stuff from Chris Davis. Hey, Moan, are we in a good position to defend Nick Chubb and company? I don't know that Chubb needs company. He don't need no company. He do real good by himself. Uh, the way you are beefing up and trying to surround this defense with veteran guys, guys that understand their roles, like Landon Roberts. I can't mention him enough, DK, right now, because he's such a hard-hitting, you savvy like type him. of guy. I do you like, like Landon because I remember good. playing against him and just like one, thought he was smart, thought he was crafty. Uh, I think he knows his deficiencies as far as his play goes, and he don't go outside of his box. He does stuff well. And he's he fits the physicality that we have in Pittsburgh too. 
He played for the Patriots. Then went to Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Also, he gets ball. Is what I would say about it, Landon Roberts. He's multifaceted. Mike says, uh, hey, Moan, Omar's really come in like a big game hunter. Yeah, he has. But I, I, I don't think this team is, is facing any pressure. I just think the need to not get caught behind everybody else is what's necessary. You, you don't want to get left behind. Like, there's think about the young teams in this league that you even got to see, okay? You got to see Cincy, Cleveland, and Baltimore. Strong. Don't be the last one in that race. You got a team like Jacksonville that's got a franchise quarterback now in the AFC. You got Aaron Rodgers in the AFC East also. Like, that's just of newness. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think it's fair to actually be this aggressive as long as they fit inside the identity of what that locker room suggests. We're going to take a couple more today. Uh, ben says, hey, Moan and DK, what do you think the odds are that Darnell Washington's first official reception is a shovel pass. Oh. Um, (laughs) And there's a couple different ways I can answer this. One is that if it is, do you want to tackle him? No. Okay. Second, yes, everyone takes part in these things. Okay. Everyone takes part in in shuttle passes. Uh, They are high percentage plays. They're low turnover risk plays. And I understand that everyone wants to see the Steelers offense instantly become the Joe Montana 49ers, which is maximize all this efficiency and everything's going downfield. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen for Darnell overnight. No doubt about it, man. Um, I brought this up too. I think that's the best answer possible. From my guy, Antoine says this, what Omar been waiting his entire life for this. I get it. I ain't going to say entire life, but he has been in prep mode to be a GM and watch other teams do it. You got to remember, he interviewed for the Saints job. I think he interviewed for the Seattle job and had other conversations in other places. I will agree with that. You do it your way now. Mike says only 22 linebackers were ranked ahead of Alex Highsmith in the NFL last year. And I don't know if you're just counting outside linebackers, you're counting all of them together. But I got to tell you, Mike, you're kind of making my point for me. As far as pay, what do you do with him? Yeah. Well, no, I don't know if he's talking about pay or if he's talking about performance. Yeah. Do you Either see what I'm way, saying? Maybe he can come back and clarify that. But if it's performance, that's what that's kind of my point. Is he's a very good player. Well, this is also the thing There's too. No when it comes shame up in being a very school. good NFL no, player. It's not. No. Absolutely not. It's not, DK. I can't emphasize that enough. This is the thing. When it comes down to if Alex Highsmith gets signed, watch as soon as we get off this broadcast, he might end up getting a freaking extension, right? <laughs> but this is the thing. He has the choice to turn it down and hit the free agency market. So if the deal ain't right for him and he think, look, no, I'm an 18 to $24 million a year dude, that option is there too. But the market is what the market says when it comes down to guys being re-signed. Randy's risking getting kicked off the show forever with a question like this. He says, hey, Moan, why do they call a tackle a tackle? If an offensive tackle tackled a player, they'd get flagged. Telling you, Randy, you got to watch it, man. This will get you booted right on out of here. Randy, Uncle Randy, what's in that red solo cup of yours, man? Because that's the only way you're asking questions like that. Come on, man. Oh, no. Uh, Mike does clarify that he was referring to Highsmith's performance. Performance. He's very good. Okay, but if but there if there are 22 linebackers ahead of him, he's not up there. So if the Steelers can find a way to secure him to make sure that he's not leaving anywhere, 
X amount of guaranteed dollars within the contract. Yeah. He's here and the dollars are right. Go right ahead and sign him. No doubt about it. Um, I'm, I'm here for this. I got one. I know you said we had a couple left, but it's this one right here. I just saw it's your show from Ash. I know. I know. But I like <laughs> to be conscious of the crowd, too. My only complaint about Khan is that he called the draftees first instead of Coach T. I really enjoy the Coach T calls. That's fair. Um, but nobody has any ego inside of that building as far as I know. And I think that kind of shows it a little bit. Omar being an intro to it, it being his first draft, DK. Yes. Maybe that was the reason why, or maybe it's, look, Coach Tomlin's a better closer. You get on the phone with the GM, then Coach T comes on, it's just like, ho-ho. Like, players get excited for that type of stuff. And I know that's, like, cheesy stuff. They don't hear a word. Well, they know. don't hear one word that's being spoken to them. First of all, their family's all screaming around. Yeah. Them, okay? And second, they're they're thinking five billion thoughts. Do you think they're going, huh, I wonder what Omar meant by that? They, they don't even know who they're talking to. They heard the words Pittsburgh and Steelers, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're going to put Randy over at the uh, uncle table for a little bit, too. By yeah, the way. that was, that was a, uncalled he, he, for. He's getting a whole lot of laughs out here, DK. Like, we were really at, at family prayer before meal, and he just decided to drop that little joke. It was, it was a good one, though. Yeah, I mean, he you know, he pulled it off. It, was just, <laughs> just, it just it felt unacceptable in the moment. He wasn't in the red solo cup, DK. He had one of those funny cigarettes over there with a question I'll like that. I'll tell you that. what, I, I like I like somebody going to bat for Highsmith uh, on this show. I think that, that feels fair. Uh, Michael Martin comes in and says, you know, I know Alex knows some other team is going to come in and give a bigger bag, just not sure they're going to give him a better chance to collect all of it. That's a great way of looking at it. Um, Frostbite also comes to bat for him, says, honestly, TJ being hurt and Malik Reed not playing to par yeah. made it hard for Highsmith. I do believe that Highsmith needs to show out this year and show his worth, show he's worth the money. So you're taking Ramon's side on this that you would, you know, that you would hold off. Ah, oh, we got one more good one here. And this is I just saw that one too. There it is. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, from, 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 from my friend Dilly, Dilly, Dilly mm-hmm. uh, from the uncle table over there, okay? He goes, hey, Moan. What's your opinion on the new kickoff rule? I have two takes on this one. One, we may be a step closer from them eliminating kickoffs. Other portion of this, before they do it, I think what you're going to happen is this. I think there's going to be a bigger emphasis on pooch kicks because if a kicker can kick the ball super high in the air and have a team, fair catch, and it got to go back to the 25. Zero return zero return or get real ballsy and decide you're going to start kicking or start running them back more. One or two things is going to happen. It's about to get real crafty out. Cause if I pooch kick you to the 35 DK, you going to fair catch that or get blasted, make a decision. Oh yeah. Did you hear that all 32 special teams coaches voted against it? (laughs) Because they know how, their job is 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 to find hitting yardage. Yeah, you know There's, what, Danny? Co- they, Coach they, Danny they're Smith. Taking, they're taking they're taking that part of the game away completely. And, and so again, you either eliminating the kickoff at some point because of concussions is the way they're boxing this in, or you get real crafty on how you're gonna do kickoffs. If it was me, I'm pooch kicking everything and daring you to actually run it back at the forty. You know why? they don't eliminate the kickoff. Why? 
I mean, this is going to sound really I'd basic. I love to hear it. No, I, I think it's really simple. And our our international people who watch this show can probably answer me right away. It's because you, the more of this that you do, you're taking the foot out of football. And there's already people everywhere that go, why do they even call it football? What are they wow. using their feet for? Hmm. Uh, you know? That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you're trying that's to go fair. global with it and everything else. And we could, what, we, we saw, why do you call why do you call soccer football? It's soccer, you know? Yeah. It's, this is just, this is for nothing other than they're trying to kind of save save the word foot in football other than uh, field goals and punts yeah i i don't i don't Game know starts with a kick it's kickoff football season football season has kicked off it's part of americana yeah. it's part of our it's part of our language it's who we are picture going to a, an nfl game and not having it start with a ball being kicked into the air yeah yeah I it, it that one didn't register to me, but um, if that's the case, then geez, that is that is a swing and a miss for me, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you, swing and a miss for me on that one. Wow. Anyway, guys, uh, that's it for today. We're gonna have, by the way, just a programming note. We're not gonna have a show Friday, yeah, because I'll be traveling to Seattle and Memorial Day weekend, and then yeah. Monday because of. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. So, so and, we we do have a show tomorrow. And this is what I appreciate about Uncle Randy too, DK. He said he wasn't feeling too well before the show, but he's feeling much better right now. Okay? That's why he was able to get that joke across and everybody loved you, Uncle Randy. <laughs> That's all. That's all. It, it was still so bad. Yeah, it was bad, <laughs> man. But, hey, it's, if he's feeling better because of us, then I'm here for it, DK. Good, good stuff from everybody. All right, let's do it again tomorrow, guys. Right, let's do it, DK. We appreciate y'all checking us out, man. What's that for? Oh, that's that our bet. Dollar. Just a single dollar, and I bet you know they're gonna get your emojis. That's all, emojis. That's all. Just to see, just a cool little ninety-nine cents, DK, to get away from that him, uncle table. Somebody asked where the shop was. They haven't been down here yet. You can tell them the address here. again, man. You, you can get a tattoo. Look at this. Is that a? Do you have a stamp for shirts well, it's, and, it's, and paper? No, it's it's for the bags. Oh man, I was about to say, what you got going on here, DK? If I was feeling in a really weird mood like Randy was today, yeah. I could just stamp my forehead. And then on top of that, you get to see me with double glasses on too. <laughs> this is weird right here. I usually have them stacked. One more show tomorrow before we, we have a, a four-day break from the show. So we'll make it a good one, everybody. Get your barbecue meats together, baby. Let's cook out. All right. <laughs>